viewpoint. So. We do I, not have headphones. We don't have headphones. Wow, I can't even hear myself. This is gonna take away from the. I vibe. can hear you. You're can good. you? Yeah. I can hear you in my earpiece too, Ben. This is the Chinese New Year edition. Happy Chinese New Year, everybody. Shini and Kuala, everybody. Year of the Tiger. Tony Arr. the Tiger. <laughs> This is the Big Big Radio Show. Two. I'm your host, Ben, and with me is Eric. Hi. Uh, Jacob and Lewis perished. They were swallowed by a whale on the way to their Wait, were they whale sharks or whale tigers? Whale tigers on yeah. the way to the hotel in yeah. the city they tried to visit. They got got. They that, done. That's what happens to the weak. They get eaten up by whale tigers. They got buried in the sea of whale tigers. And so this 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 episode is dedicated to uh, Jacob and Lewis. The late great Jacob and Lewis. Rest in power. Rest in peace. But your bitch asses got eaten by whale tigers. Ouch. Gotcha, bitch. It's the lamest way to die. Whale tigers. Death meat. It's a whale noise. That's it. Yeah, it's like a high... <laughs> the whale... Splash. That's a whale. That's a whale tiger noise. Tiger whale. Tiger whales. Um, do, I, do I have anything here? What do I got? I think we got. I think we get. Yeah. We are gonna get straight to uh, some stuff from one of our uh, comrade patrons on the Patreon. They got some. They got some questions. Mm. Uh, this is from Stephen. He says. Stephen Ott. Stephen Ott said, you guys mentioned cheating isn't okay in one episode. And he says, these are Stephen's words. A friend of mine, we only knew each other on WeChat. We didn't know each other in Shanghai. In fact, I think he left around the same time I came to China. Anyway, he married a Chinese girl, as we all do. His words, <laughs> not mine. But she said she'd gone through sexual trauma in her 20s and had no desire for sex. As in, even though they were married, apparently him having a sex dream about her and telling her about it, no details. And she said it was disrespectful of him to tell her. He said she wouldn't even let him see her in her underwear after three years of marriage. Also, no kissing or touching. I told him she was probably using him for an Australian visa, but he didn't believe mm. that. Is it okay for him to get a girlfriend? Start hiring girls, which is totally legal in Australia. What's mm. the solution? Well, I didn't know it was legal to hire girls in Australia, I guess. I wish these now headphones were in my ears, and I didn't understand who was listening to this. Um, hey, who who knows, man? The Stephen, the, I mean, that's pretty dire of a situation. Like a person you've been married to for three years, that's like 900 days or something, and they won't let you see them in their underwear? I've read Panda Guide articles about men who marry Chinese girls who yeah. won't let them like see them. Yeah, like basically this. Like that's that's and they some say, pretty stiff shit. I mean, and they're always on their asses about getting ways, a, right? a new job, making more money all the time, and they yeah. won't. I don't know. They're just there, and all, and all they tell their husbands are, "You need to get a new job. You need to make more money, or I'm not going to be here." And the guy doesn't say. Okay, leave. He just says, "Ugh, I'm trying my best." Right. And, then, and then they tell their story to some somebody writing Panda Guide articles on WeChat because <laughs> that's what a really cool guy would do: is right. tell that sad story to some stranger. 
Like it's more than nine hundred days. It's like twelve hundred days. Jesus Christ! Uh, you won't even let you a man see his wife in her underwear. I mean, either, I mean, she might be dealing with some severe trauma from her. Yeah, no, that could totally past be sexual experiences, which is totally valid and needs to be dealt with. But I don't think it needs to be dealt with by not allowing your husband not to see you and underwear um does that permit the husband though to go what does it say hire women or? yeah it says uh is it okay for him to get a girlfriend start hiring girls what's the solution <laughs> i think the solution is to ask your wife what's the deal and if you guys realize yeah. you're not compatible it's probably time to get a divorce i think that's pretty simple i mean yeah i i, I wouldn't i i wouldn't sit here and say sex matters the most because it doesn't in a long-term relationship i think it's important but it doesn't matter the most but i think if it matters to one person and it really matters to the woman in this case because she's like putting the stops to everything so it matters to her in like the weird way um we also don't know how long they knew each other or what this relationship yeah, was like. Yeah, maybe they, they dated married. for nine years. And maybe Steven is lying about this whole... Maybe it's him. Maybe it's Steven himself. Steven, you need to go... I would would you would you would you would you advise Steven here's a question for Ben would you advise Steven if this is Steven's case to go and surprise his woman and just go and rip her pants off her bodice just to look at her underwear no I, it seems pretty clear that she does not want that at all do you and think, if anything that's going to make it a lot worse okay do you think she'll probably have him arrested for assault do you think he should go in there and rip his pants off and show her now that her him as his underwear uh ben i wouldn't hate that advice i wouldn't give that advice but if somebody gave that advice i wouldn't say don't <laughs> do that i would say hmm, that's interesting okay if you're in your own house and you take your pants off yeah i mean fair enough right i think that's okay and if right. she refuses to talk to him about the situation maybe all the all you got is that you got to take your pants off you know? Like, me, how old is That's this woman? I, mean, I don't know. We so don't know many, anything. We have so many questions. Like, how old is, how long have they known each other? In a vacuum, they should just get a divorce. Like, if yeah, I don't know anything else vacuum. about this, they just need to call it quits. Yeah. Kaboom. Bye-bye. Um, so, Stephen, I'm sorry we couldn't give you a better answer. I think they should sit down and really honest to God talk about it if it's something they both want to rectify. But it doesn't seem like the girl wants to play ball. It kind of seems like the guy is kind of stuck and the thing, unless he's just being a horny dick and he doesn't want to say, hey, like, how can I make you feel affection yeah. or whatever? How can I make you feel loved? How can I make you feel heard? How can I make you feel seen? It could be whatever. a whole other he thing. Could, he could ask those questions to her. Maybe he's being a dick to her all the time and it's just not mentioned in the question. Maybe we're just making up our own question now yeah. at this point. Yeah. And maybe she could say, hey, yo, I need this. I need that. And like. I want I want you to be you know a slimmer man, a less <laughs> obese person. I don't know. I have no idea. But well, I think communication the, needs to happen. The question is: Is it okay for him to get a girlfriend? <laughs> and I think she, you know, is it okay for him to get a girlfriend? No, probably not. But I don't know if it's okay for him to get a girlfriend to start hiring girls no i don't think you you want to get a girlfriend yeah, or hire girls to fix your marriage anytime I, soon yeah. 
I, I don't think that fixes the marriage unless your wife understands that that's what you're doing. No. And then it's like, okay, go get your rocks off. Don't get her number. Don't know her name. Okay, fine. Don't, and then come don't back. Don't kiss her on the mouth and bring a receipt home. Right. And then I'm going to check your right. bank account. It, I mean, if she's cool with that, then sure. Go, go have that kind of fun and then and because the, if she says well i'm everything that you want except for sex go have sex and then come back and i'm everything you want well i think if it's to this point i mean that's why probably we go, that's a, why we go to restaurants right ben like your wife says i'm sex and everything and then we go to a restaurant because she's like i'm not cooking and you're like yeah okay this food's good and the restaurant yeah, i guess i don't know what you're trying to get at because my wife's right over there oh she's amazing no i'm sorry sorry carolina um, but I cut the name Steven 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 we're talking to Steven I think the thing is if he got a girlfriend or 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 hired a woman while he was married when it happens no it's bad but maybe like a decade from now you look back on the situation and it's like she was actually slowly stealing money from him and hiding things around the house and plotting her way to Australia to eventually leave him and he Wait. nipped it all in the bud by hiring a, a prostitute I guess and then that's what broke up the marriage in the moment no it's probably going to feel awful but later Boom. like a few years down the line you're going to be like wow glad, glad that guy hired a prostitute yeah otherwise problem you know, solved she would have stolen his kidneys or something yeah you never want to feel waxed maybe you look into the legal rules of australia and what it takes to become a citizen or like to get that green card because if she's playing that game and it's three plus years then you kind of see her trajectory and you know maybe you maybe you manipulate her against that maybe you say well you better have sex with me or i'm going to divorce you because you know that four-year mark's coming up you know I think the laws in Australia are probably pretty dumb when it comes to stuff like this. You know what I mean? Because they seem ben? pretty dumb you in, know what in I mean? the first place. Like, if she's like holding out three years, but then the dude's like, well, and he looks at the rule book and it's like four years. And she's like, man, I got 299 days left. And he's like, well, you're not sleeping with me. I'm leaving you in, a, in like 10 days. And she's like, no, no, I got to get to that 299. Well, that's another thing that they don't right. mention is like, what does she say when he says, well, I want to leave? Does she like fall down crying and screaming and like Stab and he's knife. like well you won't tell me what's wrong i don't know what else to do I, I have no idea and she's yeah she like grabs a knife and she's like <laughs> i will if you don't let me into australia i will kill myself which is easily the saddest sentence anybody could say ever say yeah like that's rough it sounds like you know james cook on a on an old uh whaling ship ah captain cook <laughs> yes kangaroo captain, ca ca captain cook and the tiger kangaroo Man, that guy was pretty cool, though. Did he discover Australia, or did he? Oh no, I think they were liberate there Australia. Were, no, there were people there before from the locals. I think he was the first to navigate the actual coast and kind of map it out, like as a cartographer. Look at my cat's about to turn that shit. And he over. did a lot of other really cool shit. Pepper, in no other parts of the world. No, what is she? She's, she she knows she fucked up. I I think, and he then he did some awful things. I think with some Aboriginal people. In, in both like the Americas and Australia and stuff like that. Uh, but okay. may, maybe South America. I'm not sure. Captain Did he go Cook. to South? Yeah, James Captain Cook. Cook. Uh, he went everywhere, dude. He was one of the coolest people alive. I'll give James Cook that. I thought he was a guy that like killed a bunch of 
black people in Australia. Ab, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the term, but I would say abo aboriginals. No, don't say that. But Apparently the, that's no, a bad the, word. the native, the native population, population uh, in Australia who were black. Uh, one part. one of the myths is like the the word for kangaroo in some in a local language. You're about to say something really offensive. I can already. No, I, I I I recently read this. This uh, podcast what, is very. Do you know inclusive. what kangaroo means in one of the local languages in uh, one of the Aboriginal languages? In no, I, obviously I don't know what that. It means. It means I don't understand. Oh. And so, oh. so Cook was like, cooking and the kangaroo was like, what is this? What is this? And the person said, I don't understand, which kangaroo. was kangaroo or something. I don't know. I see he was it. like, oh, kangaroo. Okay, I got it. I think either that's a myth or either that's true. I don't know. But that's what I read recently. And I was like, that's fascinating. When I was little, my grandpa told me this uh, juicy tale. He said yeah. when he was in the Korean War, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh I didn't understand this when he told me, but I I understand it now. He said the soldiers would call Koreans uh, gooks because mm. the term, the word gook means country and America is migook, is, that, is how you say America. So when they would talk to the Koreans, they would say, oh, migook. And they were like, you gook. And they would say, migook. And they were like, oh, well, oh, fine. If that's the way you want it. You gook. And I was like, okay, whatever. And I didn't know what that word, I, I never heard that word. I didn't know anything. And then the more I heard the word in movies and in books, I was like, that's a really bad word. Nobody should be using that word to describe anybody. My mm. grandpa was like, oh, they they chose it. I'm like, I don't think that's how that works. You, but but I wasn't there. I don't know, grandpa, maybe but, you're right. Okay, you live in China uh, and you know uh, what, uh. how to say your, where are you from, Ben, in Chinese? Yeah, Meiguo. Meiguo. Does if you were kind of in the north of China or in Korea, you might say Meigook. Nope. Meigwa. Nope. <laughs> nope. Me, nope. I mean, I'm just saying, maybe your grandpa was right. Like Meigwa, Meigook. I could see it being. I'm not saying he was wrong. In Korean being. I'm just saying it's a rough thing for a kid to learn before he even realizes the power of such a term. I mean, Gua is a thing. Right. It's country in Gwol. Chinese. Yeah, I don't know in Korean what it is, but I would imagine it. Well, this wasn't sim- like might be similar. This wasn't like thousands of years ago. This was like not even a hundred years, years ago. Sixty years ago. Yeah, yeah. I know. the Korean War was not a hundred years ago. I know, but you're saying it's, it like yeah. maybe maybe the language evolved from no, it was like its own no, country. No, no, I'm saying <laughs> I, I acknowledge that it was in the very recent past and that it was very similar in country it was like right there right Mm -hmm. and so i'm saying the languages are very similar so i could see a megwa being a megook somewhere else or migook or something like this i don't know what connection you're making in in the northern of northern china or in guria megwa right yeah in mandarin it's this way but i could see it in a dialect being oh so you think soldiers were calling northern chinese people guas because they said because you're not a Gua, relating but, but no, Migook to Megua. I'm, I'm saying uh, no, no, no. I don't. <laughs> in in Mandarin Chinese is Gua, right? Uh-huh. But I could see in a dialect of Chinese or in Korean it's being Gook instead of Gua. A very no, it is in Korean. That's how you gook. say it. Okay, yes. then your grandpa was correct. There's nothing wrong with that, what he said. Right? No, there's not. So 
Is it correct? Do you think is is he accurate? I think the story is accurate. I'm just saying it's plausible. The slur is real, <laughs> but the, the story is the accurate. The slur is real because it wasn't accurate. Yes, or that's, that's a what I'm saying. Misheard word. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, get I don't it. know. Does that make sense? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. But <laughs> okay. What do you need? I'm sorry. I I I give. I was just trying to defend your grandpa. Oh. I felt you were like no, trying to that. tarnish his name. No, he's he's fine. <laughs> I'm sure he's, he's fine. fine. I'm sure he's great. He uses lots of uh, words he doesn't realize are offensive, but he doesn't mean anything by him. No, but what I un- what <laughs> to this day. No, no. What what I think what what you think is offensive. He was saying no. This is just ha- what they do. De- find themselves as oh yeah no i don't and care it's about a that. term that we've used over and over and over again maybe you use that term over and over again eric no which I, is wild you shouldn't do that i'm i'm stopping today but um <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying i think that term has gone run its course right oh yeah and well i guess your grandpa is just saying hey the origin of that did not have anything wrong in the beginning okay let me but tell the story over again time it's been <laughs> that wasn't his intention misused. at all <laughs> i'm sure at all i'm sure it wasn't he did not but give a shit if he offended somebody by calling them a gook at God all damn it. God <laughs> he damn did not it. give a shit he was just telling me because he was like want to hear some cool war stories yeah yes here's a story about where this word came from. And I said, I don't even know what that is. And he was like, ah, whatever, you're a baby. And then just left me standing there. That's the story. There was, there's, there's no moral. He's not trying to like get the high ground on it. He's like, this is just something that happened. Okay. That's it. I thought you were like 18 and you were like, Hey grandpa, that's offensive. And he was like, Whoa, Whoa, son. I was like, here's the, (laughs) the origin of that phrase no and then you were like oh wow i had to grow into realizing what that word actually was and then after a few years i was like damn grandpa you should not tell that story to people okay like nobody wants to hear that story (laughs) you should stop (laughs) telling people that story because it sounds like he is trying to make it okay to use that word he's not he's just like hey here's a funny thing that happened with language anyway there you go and i'm like all right so yeah don't okay. use that word, Eric. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Fair there you enough. go. I'll stop using that word. Yeah. Um. I mean, in Australia, they definitely use that word a lot, I'm sure. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially uh, down there in Melbourne. Have you ever thought about moving to Australia and doing the program where you work on a farm for like a year, where they move you from farm to farm, you work the fields, and then after a year, I believe, you get a visa. Is that how that works? Carolina, do you know about that? Where you move to Australia and then you work on farms and, f- and work in fields and stuff for like a year and then they give you a visa. Have you heard of that? No. I. It came up on that show the other day. Yeah. Yeah. My friend Dustin was going to do it and then he, he decided not to. But he said there's like a bunch of programs where you work for your visa. But you do manual farm labor. Which I think sounds pretty cool. I heard like a podcast recently from the New York Times about Australia and its immigration policy. And oh. it was like that it's some of them, the, like it's one of the sh- most, like it was one of the strictest in the world actually. And they're, it's one of the most, it's one of the most systemic, like ra- it's one of the most racist, like 
like if you're not of this or don't qualify for that or don't have this education or this background or this financial status, then you can't get in type of thing. And then you go to these like pr- pretty much prison kind of hotels that they've like um, <laughs> sanctioned off. Prison hotels? Yeah, yeah, really. And, and the reason that this came to the, to, to the forefront of pop culture or whatever is because of a tennis star Djokovic mm-hmm. I think when he got because he went into Australia not not uh, not covid vaccinated It's a, a huge story I It's know, a huge yeah. story and so he got pushed into a hotel and yeah. then what all these reporters realized were oh there's people that have been in there for 10 plus years from these co- smaller countries around the world who just can't get anything even though they kind of do normally qualify for like um, international visas or what a humanitarian kind of. But they're too stupid to get it. Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying that at all. Uh, I'm just saying that they're, they don't check some of the boxes that I think that Australia wants. And so I Australia think, keeps them. Yes. They're keeping them, but they're not allowing them to get in, integrated into the society. Why don't they just send them home? Because that would also be a free ticket home. I, I don't know. But the, the whole report was because they want to prove. And Australia has even like got offshore islands nearby it that have. The Cook of, Islands. The, basically Cook and other islands. New Zealand. That have, yeah, not New Zealand, but probably. But that have, they've hired out. Basically it's like a penal colony almost, which is really fucking So it's insane. a penal colony of a penal colony. Exactly. Of a um, penal colony for people who sell in or fly in or whatever, however they want to get in, but they so don't go through the traditional steps of applying. So for they take them prisoner, those visas or whatever, and they make taxpayers yes. suffer for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. The Australian taxpayers are paying for all of those systems to keep everyone. Are you sure that's how this works? Yeah, that's that what doesn't make York, any sense. That's what the New York Times was saying. Uh, I, I mean, it's the New York Times, the goddamn left wing New York Times. Nah. I don't know, man. I think that go goes into the daily. Yeah. Yeah. Go do it. The goddamn left wing New York Times daily. Who owns yeah. the New York Times again? I don't. Uh, who? I, Is it the Bez man? The Bezos? I don't think so. Bees? The I Bees knees? I, I don't think Jeff Bezos owns the New York Times. Be the judge of that. Hey, Siri, who owns the New York Times? Big, big radio show. Fuck you, Siri. I'm going to find out right now. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> uh, no, I think Australia's... Who owns the New York Times? <laughs> this is bigger than Australia now, Eric. <laughs> I need to know. The Salzberger family. Oh, <laughs> the that, Jews. The Jews. Maybe. Well, uh, Salzberger. Arthur Salzberger. Junior owns 1.8% of Class A stocks. 92%. I don't know what 1.8%? Class That's not that Yeah, much. but he owns 92.2% of Class B stocks. I don't know what that means. What the hell are we I saying? Don't know. It's a publicly traded company. All voting shares are controlled by the Ox Salzberger Family Trust. I don't like that at all. <laughs> Oaks? Ox? Anyway. Wait, which one does Jeff Bezos own? Not the New York Times. Not at all. Well, I guess that makes the New York Times a completely... Uh, independent, independent, <laughs> nonpartisan rag. Yeah. Well, anyway, people can wipe their. I don't think Australia you know keeps people with. present. 
uh, no, that's, prisoner for no go, reason. I'm going to send you this and you're going to listen. It's like a 30 minute. Dear thing. listener, if you can send anything to refute Eric's claims, I will send you a dollar, a dollar on Patreon, a U.S. dollar courtesy of the red, white and blue. That's right. Fuck you, Australia. No, I mean, Australia is <laughs> a great, like, that's what I think it's a great place, but I think it's uh, historically very. That was a bunch <clears throat> of miscreants and ne'er do wells from all over Europe right. that the right. UK sent there when they were trying to clean up their act. Right. <laughs> well, something. yeah. Right. Back, way back, like two, three hundred years ago, sure. But I'm sure I, Stephen will set us straight. I'm sure he has but, all the facts. But I think it's been growing up in a oceanic Asia with prosperous and great nations all around it. Oh, God, what are you getting at? And it's been a little bit too kind of white-centric. You know? There's tons of Asian people in hey, Australia. I know, and they're afraid of it. They don't want to be taken over for it. So I think policy has been written up to keep it up okay. as much as possible. Is there anything wrong with that though? Because they're more conservative. Devil's advocate here. Is there anything? I don't know is what I'm saying. <laughs> but but I, I think that's why some of this stuff is happening. Sure, yeah. So I think if you went in there and said, hey, I want to be a farmer for a year. Can I have a visa? Can I get like a green card after a year? They would probably say, yes, American Ben. Yes, you can. Well, I can see a but country saying. if somebody else wanted to do that, I don't think they would have that same opportunity. They want to see. On the realities of their situation. They want to see a record of you being a contributor or you have the capacity to con- contribute to society <laughs> in some way. And then they will say, cool, you're not going to like murder or rape anybody. So how right. about you work on a farm for a year? We'll keep an eye on you. Right. sounds kind of fair to me. You know, if some guy shows up and he doesn't speak English and he, he has, Dude. there's no way to look him up at all on any registry, international registry, you have no idea who he is. He has no money to fly back home. He has no, he brought one change of clothes. You're like, what are we gonna do with this? We don't know who he is or what he's capable of or anything. I'm not saying the guy's gonna like, you know, blow up the World Trade Center or anything, but you might wanna flag him and, you know, make sure he's not gonna do your country any harm. And at the very least, you probably just send him back. Yeah, there's a TV show about border, uh, controls and it's Customs. it's in Canada and Australia or there's one for Canada and one for Australia and the Australian one they seem kind of nice I know it's on TV and they wouldn't put like the worst cases Absolutely. on there yeah sure not but they're not crazy it's usually and this is not me this is what the show is it's usually a bunch of Chinese people trying to smuggle in like seeds and meat or something and they catch them and they're like, oh, I didn't know I yeah. couldn't bring raw. And they're like, no, no we told I you. Think, I think what the New York Times and then like, was saying Get here. was that the way they handled this <laughs> Djokovic case and every other case was b- kind of by the law, which the officials themselves on the ground were applauded for. And everyone's like, wow, great. They, no one's above the law type of thing. Good job. But the bigger question was, wait, why are the laws so strict? It exposed all these people that are stuck in the system. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and there are yeah, people that that have yeah. been there for 10 years. Yeah. Yes. Plus, maybe. Like, yeah. It seemed like it was even longer than that. For all some right. Of the well, cases. we're relying on Steven to show us <laughs> Steve, facts on this. The, the, the be all, end all. Steve, that's Steve insane. O, give us the, the, the rundown. Because if you're going to be stuck 
in transit in any one country that you want to go to, you might as well just float to America and be stuck there. Cause you know, right. Would you rather be, you know, you get let out into but America being, or let out into Australia? But, really? but no, but like being stuck in a hotel room is not the same as being stuck in Australia. It's being stuck in a hotel room. It doesn't matter whether where the hotel room is. Right, but what I'm saying in is America, once you're finished Canada, with the hotel Australia, room, it doesn't matter. Would you rather walk out of a hotel room you've been stuck in for 10 years into Australia or would you rather walk out of a hotel you've been stuck in into the United States? I think if I were stuck in a hotel room, it's the for land 10 of milk years, and honey, okay? I I would be like relieved that I got released from the hotel room. I would say if you're amazing, no matter where, if you've been stuck in a hotel room, there's probably a good reason you're in that hotel room. I, I that's what I'm trust. Saying. I don't think that's. I trust my leaders making yeah, these sort of policy I decisions. I think it's easy to. I'm 100 percent on board with whatever they want to do. To give non-nuance <laughs> thought to circumstances sure. that where you kind of fare on the right side of it. And, you're and like, if I oh, go to I'm Australia cool. and I get stuck in a hotel room for 10 years, I'll know it's because it's for the good of society Australia. at large. Yeah. They're just think, not ready for me. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's really what it is. The fans didn't know what they asked for. They didn't. They, I'm, I'm telling them, I have a, I have a three city tour in Australia and they're like, name three cities in Australia. And I'm like, <laughs> Melbourne, Sydney, Perth. Uh, yeah, well, I wouldn't even do Perth. I was going to be like, and uh, Ma- Bris- Brisbane, Ma- Manchester. And they were like, eh, to the fucking hotel with your ass. I'm like, damn it. Right. It's another 10 years in the hotel. What's the capital of Australia? Sydney, isn't it? No. Melbourne? Nope. Brisbane? Nope. Uh, what's the capital of Australia? You have Australian friends. I, I know it. It's, hold on. Man. Manda boy. Nope. <laughs> it's the. Do you want me to say it? Canberra. Canberra is the capital of Australia. That's right, Canberra. I don't even know where it's at, but it's it's the capital. Well, what Canberra. Good? Look it up. Am I right? Well, I can't bear another minute talking about this. Yeah. Hey, we have another question. Canberra. <laughs> I don't. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Canberra. This is a yeah. Uh, Stephen also wants to wants us to settle an argument that's become weirdly heated Mm. and it's one that I think we've talked about at length in the 10 years we've known each other is it gay to have sex with yourself or is it more like masturbation this is turning more heated than the poisonous platypus debate from last year (laughs) I I think they have that a lot what do you think (laughs) I don't know where this question comes from or the parameters of what yourself means. I guess if there's a clone of yourself, yeah. is it masturbation? I I'd like to think been watching Rick and Morty. I'd like movie. to think, uh, yeah. Oh, have you heard of that show? Rick and Morty. <laughs> I'd like to think, uh, no, it's another person with their own thoughts and feelings. So it's just sex, I guess. Case closed. Yeah, case closed. Like it's okay to have sex with yourself. I don't think it's asking if it's okay. I'm oh. it wants to know he wants to know if it's gay to do that. Oh, is it gay? Is it gay? And maybe if it's you and you're a man, it'd be like two twins that are yeah. having sex with each other. Not only is it gay, it's fucking wild. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> I think it's technic on the sexuality spectrum, sure it's gay. I think if you're having sex with your twin, you got bigger problems than whether or not you're gay, buddy. 
<laughs> not that there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> but is it is it joy is it like fun? Well, that's up to you. That's Are up you to the individual. It? I think giving it, taking it. I mean, it's I both ways. I think you are, and I think yeah, that might be gay, but I don't think in maybe the way you asked it, I don't think it's too gay. I think it's permissibly fun. You probably transcend like you probably you become bigger one than with the you, universe. And yeah, yeah. Like, is it your hand? If you're, if you still don't look at it, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's, if you close it's, your eyes and look away, is it still your hand? It's maybe it's not. Schrodinger's maybe. hand is really what they should call it. It's Schrodinger's cat hand, pussy. You know, it doesn't matter, Stephen. So there you go, Stephen. Thirty minutes on you, buddy. Now, we we went to a quiz at the Londoner. Mm-hmm. Compared to the quiz that we do, yeah, it's like a much manlier quiz. It's, yeah. Because the information they're asking for, the questions are like straight up things that like a man from the 50s in Britain Knew. would lord over people. This is information he would ask random people, and if they didn't know the answer, he would go, ha-ha, yeah. You are, you're a cretin, and then like keep walking. That's what I felt like. Give me two pence. I didn't know half of those people in the in the bar. I knew some of them. I didn't. I but knew like the older British dudes. I was like, I've never seen you before, and I do lots of cool events. I knew. What the hell two is your pe- problem? I knew two people in the back of the bar. You knew James, that. James and Debs. That's and all Debs. I knew. James was there. Our your friend James was there. Yeah. Yeah. He asked about you. Okay, he didn't. I just wanted to see what you would say. Hmm. I knew two people, I think, at the whole thing. You knew the Canadian guy. The Russell Peters looking guy. Kind of looks like Robert and Russell Peters put together. Oh, that guy, Jay. Jay, yeah. Yeah, 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 gotcha. Uh, Russell Peters, okay. I see, I see. So we went there, and it was... It was an older Irish gentleman asking questions about physics. <laughs> I felt like I was in an old movie. It was a man's game. Mm-hmm. It was like, I felt oddly feminine in that room. A little bit, yeah. We lost by one point. Yeah, it was. But we only got that close because way before I even came, the game started and Brandon, our, our teammate, mm. had listed every single Marvel movie ever released perfectly 27 in alphabetical order it was nuts in in i say alphabetical it was alphabetical in sequence like as they came you put them in alphabetical order alphabet chrono alphabet chronological yes that's (laughs) right that's right and it was we we lost 127 to 128 so we had exactly 100 points and then those Brandon, 27 on top. Brandon gave us 27. If we had only gotten two more questions, we would have smothered those old bastards with Marvel movies. Or just Which one is the worst more way question. to lose. Or just one more question. Well, then we would have tied. Yeah. And I don't know what they would have done. It would have been some question about the aisles or something, and we would have been <laughs> screwed. Been like, Look a grown man in the eye and tell him what you care about. They'd have been like, how many pence do a quid if it's a Sunday after the Queen's March or something? And <laughs> then like, uh, I the answer is Quidditch, God. dartboard, <laughs> uh, penny royalty. I don't know. Beef eaters. Yes, beef eaters. Oh, well. 
Oh, we got, we got God damn it. 25 minutes the left. Queen's, the Queen's Minute, you know. Uh, I'll see you in a Queen's Minute, you know. What does How that do you mean, think a ben? Queen's Minute is? <laughs> you don't know what a Queen's Minute is? You guess. A Queen's I'll Minute? I'll see your ass in a Queen's Minute. Oh, it's it's got to be longer. I bet it's like two minutes. I bet mm. a Queen's Minute is two minutes. Right, like, you know, we the old phrase, like, in a New York Minute, right? Yeah, because, like... like a New York minute is shorter than a minute, right? Right. And so a Queen's minute is, the first minute is her, her, uh, her, her consort <laughs> a, a, arriving and making a place for her. And the next minute is her arriving and walking through the crowd and then sitting down. So it takes her two minutes to every common person's one minute. Okay. To find a so place. So it's two to one yeah. ratio. Yeah. So I'll see you in two minutes. And then when you meet up with your friends at the pub for a pint, you you say cute things like, "Oi, I haven't, I haven't had this lager in a queen's minute." And right. to them, it's like, it's like us saying, "Ah, in a coon's age," which is an indeterminate amount, Jeez. but we know that it's <laughs> hey, that's what we say. But it's you know, it's a long time, but it's cute because they know it's two minutes. But you know, nobody says that anymore. So they, yeah, yeah, you right. get it. <laughs> who, who says what you said? I don't want to repeat it. A coon's it. age? Yeah. My family. What does it mean? It's a long time. Means a long time? Yeah. A coon's age means a long time? You cringe when you say it. What's the problem? <laughs> my my nose kind of went up, didn't it? Oh, man. Coons live for a while. <clears throat> always getting in the trash. It's bad. <laughs> you got to keep them coons out. So, like, would it be relative, like, Five days? Would it be like a coon's age? Uh, um, six months? Would it be? Oh, a it's a couple year? years, man. A couple years. Okay. Yeah, I okay. think coons live to be like ten. I want to okay. say. So seems like a good number. So you like be older. Maybe you see your cousin. You'd be like, oh, I'm seeing you in a coon's age, brother. I don't know. They seem more hardy than cats, and, and cats can live to be like fifteen to twenty. So maybe like twenty. There's probably like some twenty-plus-year-old coons out there, like yeah, toughing it out. Oh, I bet like the ones who are getting a good diet, yeah, you know, they're eating a little healthier. Like if it's the alpha coon, yeah, and it's got, you know, oh, I'm sure the all alpha of its coon, little coons running around. I'm sure the alpha coon might die from stress. It's got to be like one of those beta coons, you know. Yeah, they, they live a little longer. I can't make any more jokes. <laughs> After this is now, gonna be a direct reference to the slur and I can't do now it. Now I'm like I'm actually talking about raccoons. I, the short lifespan based on stress compared to other animals. Yeah. Undue stress. <laughs> I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's raccoons, tra- ladies and gentlemen. The trash divers I'm sure it's stressful to be one of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's a funny story. Uh we used to play soccer at night in college or try only two of us actually played soccer and the rest of us just acted like we knew how because it was something to do in this park between campus and the bars like the bar street club area and we were playing really late and there's a there's a sandwich shop next to the park with a bunch of dumpsters in the back where a bunch of raccoons would get in and like you know cause mischief and so the bars let out at like one thirty. We're still playing in the park, and you got to go by the park to get back to campus. So there's a long line of students of every uh, race, creed, and religion. And these raccoons are getting into the dumpsters, and the soccer ball goes by the dumpsters and bounces behind them. And uh, the most brazen of us, 
this man started screaming because he wasn't paying attention. He said, (laughs) (laughs) get out of those dumpsters, you goddamn coons. And the raccoons like squealed and like ran away. Right. But there was also a long line of uh, other multicultural uh, uh, student body patrons coming back. And a lot of them took pause as they should. (laughs) And a lot of us were like, oh, game over. I think that's not something you want to say in the dark. Uh, yeah, with all you, these people you here. you win, came over, and he said, "Oh no, there's a bunch of raccoons in the dumpster." And everybody looked, and they were like, "Oh, well, I mean, you you, you got to get those raccoons out of the dumpster, right?" So, like, it was cool, but so they understood. F- yeah, but for about five seconds, it was very tense. Oh, I'm I'm sure it was insane. We were there. I mean, we were just a bunch. We were just a bunch of uh, Caucasians <laughs> playing soccer. One of us said the word coon and it was Oklahoma after hours. Yeah. 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 I can see how that would be a problem. Obscenities about at the wildlife. I want to be specific. Coons in the trash. Yes. As people are walking by. I don't know if we can use this episode, man. (laughs) It's it's pretty. Got 20 minutes to get through without uh, saying anything else. It's pretty dark. Crazy. It's pretty dark. Pretty dark. Um, Um, So you're 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 the tiger. You're a tiger, aren't you? Year of the tiger. No, I am not. uh, I was not born in the year of the tiger. I was born in the year of the pig. Aw. Yeah. You're a pink little pig. So so next year is your year. No, or two pig, years ago. The, no, the tiger's the third year in the calendar, and the pig's the twelfth year in the calendar. So I got a few years to go. It was my year about. I thought the dragon was the twelfth year. Dragon's the fifth year of the Chinese calendar. So I, I do know this. Wife, it's, would you like to? It, it, I mean, so. Your twelfth year. Is yeah, but not, I got here in twenty twelve. In the. In so the, the year 2000 wasn't year zero or year one or whatever? It was year five of the cycle, whatever it is. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. Okay. So year one is the rat. Year two is the cow. Year three is the tiger. So now we're in the year of the tiger. Okay. Year four is the rabbit. Then it's the dragon. I am a cow. So you the, the, you're, you just finished your year. I did. I just got to take off that red bracelet that's sitting on the bottle of Hennessy XO. Yeah, I see it. I yeah. see it. Nice. So it did, it, did it bring you luck last year in the uh, year of the cow? I like to, I mean. Or ox or whatever. We, we won't it. know until I'm dead and then I can look back at my life and say, oh, actually uh, that was a good year. 2021 was a good year. Yeah. I mean, what do you think, relatively speaking, do you think it was like a up, down? Relative happy? to the rest of the world, yes. I had, Yay, a, I had, had an incredible year. year. Congratulations, Ben. A big year. See, it was, yeah, that's yeah. nice. That's nice. Thank now you. it's in the year of the tiger. Yeah. Now so, it's, it's bye all bye downhill. Cow. It's <laughs> all downhill from here. No, but sometimes they, they, they I think, oh, in fucked, chi- Eric. I, I think in Chinese culture, they say like, if it's your year, it's bad luck. It's kind of, you're on edge kind of like it's volatile. It can be great at some points and it can be terrible at other points. Oh. But like, if it's not your year, then it can be pretty steady. Right. So, so can you tell I, me this? Yeah. Does wearing that yeah, the make a way, make it easier for money to come my way? Is that a thing? I think that is more about, I don't know if that's more about Let me just stop you right there. Let me just stop you right there. Just stop. What? Because 
Don't worry about it. I, I think we had a big a, we had a we had a, we had a discussion about this. Who who is we? And it sounds like you're about to side with somebody that's not me. So you can just stop. I think it's more about detracting evil things from coming your way. Okay. Whereas like the, well, I don't know. If I, I don't think know. the the preset narrative when it's your year is that bad things are coming your way, and so you want to wear something that will yield off uh, the bad to more like balance out the evil with good you know yeah that's what i'm all about this year (laughs) well that was last year now it's this no this year i am you're all good you you can you can thrive i learned last year you can to do what i can this year yeah who who was i gonna who who did i side with tell me in the the it doesn't matter no it doesn't matter who do i agree with carolyn what do you think the weather's gonna be like tomorrow it was really uh, rainy the past it was two days. Really rainy, cloudy, and cold. I think it's going to be all those things, but it's shaman relative, so it's not that rainy, cloudy, or cold. We live on a tropical island, Absolutely. listener. We live it's better great. than you. It's great. Unless you live, well, we live on a subtropical island. I guess if you live on a tropical a humid island, subtrop- monsoon, a humid monsoonal subtropical, it's something stupidly long. Really? Yeah, on the uh, at least on Wikipedia. Like oh, huge. I haven't. Have you ever given money to Wikipedia? Never. I gave two dollars to Wikipedia a few months ago. Really? Yeah. Because they do make you feel guilty. They do. They say don't scroll past this, and I'm like, look, all I want to know <laughs> is what movie did Will Smith do exactly, after exactly. Wild West? Wild Wild West. Can you right. just please let me look at this up? And then you click on another link within that and go to yeah. the next page and. And you end up on a list of the largest cities in Bulgaria. So I would, ben, can we can we kind of switch? So I so maybe Carolina, you can you. So I've been watching. She's not on this podcast, Eric. I know she's not. She's just sitting in the room. So I just started watching up to four episodes of um, Euphoria. Uh huh. This HBO show. I know I'm like a year or two late, but it's really good. But Ben, it makes me feel old because I kind of don't understand the whole. I don't. I don't understand anything that's happening in this. What do you think and is I'm, happening? I'm kind of a. So I'm asking as a millennial, as a fellow millennial. You're barely we, a millennial. I know. I'm on the cusp of. I'm one of the first millennials ever born, and you're also in the first, first rank. Yeah, order. but more than you. <clears throat> for the record. But. Yes. So, uh, yes. but as a million, this <laughs> Euphoria is a show that is not us, and not acted or written or what. I it might be written by people like us, but I think it's written by a guy that's thirty-seven years old. Well, then it, that's us, basically. So, what do you think of that show as a millennial, as a bona fide millennial? <laughs> Do you, She's do watched you, it more than me. Do you get it? I've watched the parts that when how she old, was how watching. Old are you, I just turned she just turned twenty nine. Twenty six. Yeah, she's twenty seven. Yep. Ah, she yeah, got jokes. She's thirty. Okay. What is euphoria? Tell t- tell Eric what euphoria is about. Drugs and a tranny. She said drugs and a tranny. Her words, not mine. <laughs> Yeah, so one girl has a drug, drug <laughs> she addiction. She doubles down. It is. No, she's you're right. She's right. So one girl has a drug addiction, and her girlfriend ha- is a transgender male transitioning to a female. I think that's. She's beautiful. No, yeah, Jules is amazingly beautiful. But do you understand that, Joe? 
You don't remember it? Doesn't remember. Okay. Okay, well, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I freshly watched it today. Four episodes. I'm only four episodes in, so... Okay. She says watch 90 Day Fiance. Got to get into it. Got to get into it. I'm going to go ahead and say don't watch 90 Day Fiance. It depresses me a lot. <laughs> I don't love the show. Ben loves the show. I support my wife and whatever sh- she wants to watch. Nice. The show is super depressing. Uh, you guys need to seriously, truly, honestly watch The Righteous Gemstones because it's the best thing ever written. The The Righteous Gemstones. If you're listening to Stephen Ott, go find The Righteous Gemstones. Uh, Danny McBride. It's got... Um, all right, we got 12 who, minutes to bring who, this out. Who's, who's... I don't know. John God, Goodman's in John it. Goodman, yeah. Yeah, Edie Falco. No, no. Patterson. Edie Falco. <laughs> Edie, Fa- e- e- Edie Patterson. Carmela Edie, Soprano. Yeah. Go do AJ it. Soprano. Do something. Yeah. Meadow Soprano. They're the, all in it. The Righteous Gemstones. The, the Righteous, righteous Sopranos. Gemstones. Catch it on HBO Go. God, it's so good. It's so good, Ben. It's okay. We got 10 minutes The left. Righteous Gemstones. I'm going to use the premium episode as the one we did a couple weeks ago. The one where I, apparently I went all in on British people and didn't remember. And then I listened back to it. And you were like, ouch. That the hurt. first half is just me making fun of Bob Dylan. And then the second half is me just being way too hard. And I, I probably had some, I had some probably really good takes. Uh, you were telling me to not be so mean to British people I've never met, and I was screaming at you, no, don't tell me what to do. They're all alike. Blimey. They're like roaches, they are. And then I started narrating Harry Potter as if they were all like drunk and on drugs and like all living in a slum in London somewhere. Yeah, it was And I was okay with it? Uh, No, you were telling me to please stop. People people pay for this. You should not talk down to them like this. And I was like, fuck Uh you, Eric. You don't know anything about me and my life. Yeah. It was wild. That, that anyway, doesn't sound like you. It's coming out me. this weekend. It so doesn't sound like good. me nor you. I know. We were in a different place. It's that stupid wine you brought. It was really, really, really serene. Did Zade bring this wine over last night? Yeah. Huh. That's nice. Cool. We'll drink it together. It looks like the cover of like one of those Bibles you get when you're a kid. Yeah, it does. A it looks beach, like a painted cr- beach. <laughs> it looks like a Thomas Kincaid painting. It does, I think. I forget what that. Ooh, Chile. G- Chilean the wine. The Central Valley. Chilean wine. That's not true. That can't be true. Uh, why not? I hate. I hate this world and their and false wine labels. It's an expensive you know, bottle in because chi- in, in, in Chile they just threw it in the water and waited for it to you come know, to in China. Ch- in China, every wine label is like so fake. Like Chinese, no way, Eric. China, I've been to a no. million. I've been to a million dinners and Chinese people. Not say, Chinese wine. Where is this wine from? And they'll say it's from France. And then I'll I'll be like, well, it says Italy. And they'll say, or wherever. And yeah, Italy, like, France. And I'm like, it's not from <laughs> France. It's from Italy because it says here. And then they're like, well, you don't know anything. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I can read. Well, know. there's a good chance you just don't know that it's from a place called Italy in Paris. In France. In Champagne, yeah. Paris. Like, like San Fernando County, Italy in France. Yeah, it's from <laughs> Fresno, France. <laughs> <laughs> You can taste the trash and the grapes. <laughs> Last night I had a New Zealand wine and like they were like, where is this from? And some guy was like, I think it's from France. And I was like, it says New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand, France. <laughs> I was like, you 
suck. There's the thing a lot of people don't know about France is they do a lot of like China got this idea of building known world structures and popular places within yeah. known cities in China, right? They do in the Xinjiang, same thing. There's a huge place about this. Yeah. In France. Yeah. yeah. So in France, they have like uh, Beijing, France. Italy, and it's a bunch France. of French people that do yeah. like yellow face and wear those hats and sell <laughs> rice. And it's really <laughs> fucked up. And then they have, yeah, they have New Zealand, France. Right. Italy, France is my favorite because nobody cares if you make fun of Italian people. Yeah, a pizza pie. Like those fucking spaghetti monkeys. <laughs> I don't care about Jesus them. Christ. They're the last white people we can make fun of. No, I, no, they're the last people in who, general, I think. Yeah, Italians are pretty like legit. A lot of them th- say that they're not white, which I don't mm-hmm. know how to feel about that. I mean, I, have you seen... Have you seen Quentin Tarantino movies? I don't know. I don't know what you're what you're getting at. There's uh never mind, never mind. I'm just saying it's fucked up for Italian people who say they're not white to put this idea in my head that I need to reconsider the race of people. Like I shouldn't even have to think about that stuff, man. Why are you making me feel that way? They're right. making me classify people in ways that I didn't before. Right. I was completely not racist before I entered this conversation with an Italian person. And that's the effect Italian people tend to have on other people. It just makes them worse. So an Italian and person... And the pizza sucks there. Yeah, an Italian person made you racist? Yeah. To white people? or uh, to, to people of all shades and shapes and colors and sizes. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. Wait, so who did you become racist to? Uh, Everyone else? Other kinds of Italian people. Okay, so you talk to an Italian person and you yeah. learn to hate Italian people. They're like the Dr. Seuss book of people. Like, there's yeah. so many different kinds of fucking wild Italians. Neither here nor there, nor yeah, but, anywhere. But they're fucking everywhere. Everywhere, dude. right. Yeah. You know, like all those books where a kid goes into these Dr. <laughs> Seuss woods and there's all these different fluffy animals and crazy birds. Those are all just different kinds of Italian people. <laughs> And what like, did I see in the Chef Boyardee town to my left? It was bereft <laughs> of any class. And all the food smelled like ass. Yes, Dr. Seuss. Cannoli like and vanoli and vichili and vichili. Exactly, yeah. They sound like Dr. Seuss words. You got it. Yeah. Vermicelli. Vermicelli. <laughs> I don't know what rhymes with that, but I'm sure it's fucking gross. Pe- Penne, penne. I, I penne. love Italian food. What am I talking about? It's really, about? really good. It's really good. Risotto. Hey, I don't know. Is that an Italian word? Is risotto Italian, babe? It Hell yeah, rice. it is. Okay, I know it's rice, but we're Gosh. gonna end this podcast with a segment I like to call uh, "Hey, babe, is this Italian. blank?" <laughs> hey, babe, is there any kind of dish with a whole roasted chicken that is Italian? Can you think of any? Do Italians roast whole chickens at all? In your experience? She says no. She said, I don't know. Uh. Hey. (laughs) Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Can I call you babe? She said no. Yeah, well, I asked the questions here. All right. Hey, babe, is is, uh, linguine Italian? Yes. What is it? It's It's like a noodley spaghetti. A flat ah, noodle, yeah, a flat yeah. Noodle. Stromboli, is that Italian? Stromboli. Sounds Italian. Sounds Italian. Sounds like an Italian soup. Soup? Stromboli. I think it's like a bread thing. I thought it was... Oh, it's like a sandwich, no? Yeah. Oh, a stromboli. Goulash. 
Goulash, it, definitely. Italian or Russian? Goulash. Ooh, she, yeah, she's right. It kind of sounds like gulag, which as I, I kind of get your rash. As in, check out the Patreon. Hey, folks, I should have did this at the beginning of the episode. Check. But the Patreon's only a dollar, and you get an extra episode every week, along with other stuff that we make. Check. This week, I make fun of British people a lot. Goulash is Hungarian. Hungarian. See? When you get on the Patreon, we're going to talk about uh, how the words goulash and Hungarian sound like they're in a horror story. Right. They sound like scary words. Goulash. Ter- terrifying. Goulash. Hungarian. Welcome to the goulash. You will only be eating goulash. Oh. That's and, Eric's uh, Dracula, Russia. Remember to Russian Czechoslovakia and out our podcast on Patreon. Hey man, I do the I do that. <laughs> <laughs> Hungarian gulag. Ben Who decided these tiny cokes would be a thing? Were a thing. You yeah. Know? What? You when you ordered them. I mean like the person who made them though. Do they taste different from regular size cokes? I bet they do. They taste crispier. Mm. Huh. And how different is Coke Zero from regular Coke? Let's ask Brandon. Brandon? Well, it, it, it tastes... It's flat. There you have it. <laughs> Straight from Brandon, it's flat. Hey, thanks, Brandon. We appreciate that insight. Happy You've been birthday, quiet Brandon. the whole time. Brandon's been chilling with us. Brandon's been uh, looking at all my kitchen appliances, finding new ways to fix them up. Brandon's like that thing from the first Star Wars movie, episode one, that flying Jewish bug that fixes all the pod racing things. That he, he, but he fixes kitchen appliances. I'm tired. This is a whisker. <laughs> I could whisk things with this. He said to himself, hey, Brandon, put the whisker down. No. <laughs> all right, well, do whatever you want, dude. Uh, oh, three minutes. Do you take Metamucil? You should take Metamucil every No, day. I don't. What is Metamucil? Metamucil is uh, this fiber powder stuff. Tastes I, like orange. I've been going to the gym lately. That's good. That's good. You couple gym time with Metamucil and you'll live to be like 106. Metamucil sounds like an old person. It remedy. is, but people should be taking it like the minute they leave high school. What is it? What's it, just, it what does it do for my body? It fixes like your digestion. Keeps your stuff going. Oh. Makes you not have diarrhea. You take solid Poo-poo's? shits. Yeah. yeah. Metamucil? Yeah. Who makes it? Uh, is it a drink? Is it like chocolate milk or it's, what? It's a powder. It's like an orange powder. Wait, you take like a spoonful, taste? you put it in water, stir it up. It tastes like orange tang. Do you drink it like, oh, it does taste like orange tang? Do you drink it hot, cold? What do you do? I like to go cold. I like to get a big glass of ice. Yeah. Then I like to put the ice under the water spout. And yeah. Then I turn on the water and as it fills, I pour it in and stir. I stir as it fills to get it evenly distributed. It's good for your digestion. Water is the universal solvent, right? Yeah. I, mean, I like it's to get a uniform mixture, yes. Yeah. And then I drink it. And if there are any, because it'll like coagulate in chunks if you don't stir it fast enough, right? Mm. It's like little, like little chunks healthy. of orange, <laughs> right? Well, it does that in your body and it picks up all the junk in your intestines and it drags it out screaming. And then after a couple of weeks of that, it yeah. doesn't hurt. I don't want you to think it hurts. I'm just and telling you. You'll scream, dragging you'll, out, screaming. You'll sounds. get to pretty painful. It'll be regular. Okay. And then you're just, you know, going to the bathroom, taking dumps two, three times a day. You and Metamucil. I mean, you can't just be eating everything 
out there. You can't just, you know, go uh, nuts on like hot pot and Mexican food well, day I, in and day out. And I then, do do that. But it does help with that. Does yeah. Metamucil, does it... It how, stops you from having how many, diarrhea. How many That's times really a day is. do you drink it? I, I try to do it at least once a day. At Sometimes I'll do two. Sometimes I forget and I do it ch- twice. And the next day I'm like... Clean. Whew, clean as a whistle. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> you can you can blow in one end and I'll be... Out have the you, other. <laughs> have you ever mistakenly done three or four times a day? And uh, oh yeah, been, like clean for a few days. Yeah, I've done that just because I thought, you know, fuck it, you only live once. Right. So you've you've like really ramped up the Metamucil. Oh, I ramped up the Muse pretty hard. <laughs> muse. So Metamucil sounds like an old person thing to me. It, it sounds, is. It sounds like oatmeal. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like granola. For for like old white people, you can either start doing it now or do it later. But I suggest you get on it as soon as possible. Okay, Metamucil. It's a, I mean, it's like a thing I heard in my childhood, but I thought it was for my grandma. It is, but it's for everyone or grandpa. Or whoever. I mean, like, you're gonna have to get your prostate checked soon, right? Uh, I mean, that's what they say. Yeah. I, so I mean, I usually well check, I usually do a self check myself. Usually, <laughs> I'm really getting tired because I'm talking I, loud. Usually, but, fist my uh, ass in the shower. I usually uh, give myself a prostate exam every shower. Wow, about every other morning. Gross. Yeah, well, I take this, showers in the morning. This episode is um, brought so to you by Metamucil. Metamucil. Thank right. you, Metamucil. Wait, do you think it hel- it helps with your prostate? No, no, I'm just saying you're getting old because you're at that age where you have to have your prostate checked. Do you, which is a marker. <laughs> I'm pretty close. Do you, what, what's, what's the age for this? Cause I really do need to like probably late, start thinking late thirties, early forties. Well, I'm almost, I'm there. You're 45, Eric. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop. You can't run from it forever. I'm man. not 45. If I were 45, Dude, it'd you be were 43, two years ago. It's your 45. Ben, Ben. We all know that I'm 47. I'm not a smart man, but I know, but I know how old you are. 48. 48. Give it, give it, give. 48 hours. I'm we got to go. It's been. Thank you so much Blue, for listening. Get on the Patreon. Blue Diamond. If you want to hear me make Eric cry about Bob Dylan and then hear me go on a racist rant about the British, goodbye. I want to hear it. You no. <laughs>